0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums Podcast, the home of Scottish football banter.
1: Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums Podcast, I'm John, I'm your host for tonight. Uh, We have another threesome on the go, Uh, we have Hamish returning after a few weeks off, and uh, Chris is back as well Which is good How you doing guys?
2: Not bad How you doing?
0: Uh, I am Not bad
1: Alright apart from the football you, you two will be happy But Different for uh, for me uh, May as well go straight in With charity bet then uh, we Say charity bet It's really just giving money To be a bookie uh, to, to be fair <laughs> It's their own money Well it is uh, uh, But I uh, will we take We're basically Don't any money off them And it's for it's for well, Sometimes it's for the kids but, we trying to with money. Um, first goal a bit looked pretty decent. Saints Ireland, uh, Elgin got a comfortable win. But yeah, he scored third. Uh, Archie McPhee scored first for Elgin. We went for Livingston, who kind of left it pretty late. Uh, but they won 1-0. Urbroath were the, the, they were the one that hibs it. They lost to Edinburgh City. Not much going there. We shall hopefully get some better luck this week. But, we'll see what happens. Uh, that, that seems
0: to be Edinburgh City finally getting well, drag together after a, a, a shaky start in the life in the the proper football leagues aye well
1: they're off the bottom
0: of the league as well aye that was that I was all lifting them up I mean they're, they're a point ahead of them on toes, but it's it's quite tight then though. but that's three wins in the last
2: four I think yep. in the league yep.
0: uh, thank not bad you. Going. that's all their wins
2: yeah but they they, they also drew in the cup as well I think they're playing a replay tomorrow night are they not so they're they're putting some results together slow start but they seem to be getting get their act
0: together now which is good because that's what we wanted we wanted the fresh teams in the in through the pyramid and I was a bit worried by Edinburgh City's start to be honest I thought I was going to be a, a nail in the coffin for the pyramid people going see see it's not any good at all yeah. you, would,
1: you would think that there's potential for them to do well because you would think if like Habs and Hearts or Royce and youngsters or whatever they might think oh well let's maybe go Edinburgh City and have a go there I don't know whether that has been happening but you'd think it might,
2: it might yeah be... the... There's also calls for, you know, the Hearts and Hibs fans, if they're not going to the Way Games, to just go down to Meadow Bank and cheer them on as well. You bad I you? I have actually been to one of their Scottish Cup games before, but that was only because my little cousin had free tickets. Okay. Uh... I, I thought I'd have a quick look and see how their, their counterparts, the Stirling, that you know
0: how they obviously went down, and Edinburgh City came up. I thought I'd see how they were getting on. They're sitting second in the the Oland league at the moment. Right. They are somewhat behind East Kilbride though. Um, it's, what a eight point gap after right. 15 games between the two of them. Right. Okay. They're, they're comfortable in second, the so they've done all right.
1: Be interesting to see if East Kilbride get in the legs. They've been the cogs for that for a while. That East Kilbride should probably have a team pretty sizable town. Decent size, yeah,
0: there was talk of Clyde moving there, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, aye. Clyde just—I think people have probably even forgotten where Clyde come from. They went, they went round the <laughs> places so much.
0: <laughs> uh, I know. I, mean, I I, I honestly can't remember him ever playing it. Uh, Shoffield I can't remember when it was moved I think it was mid-eighties.
1: Ah, it must have been because the speedway was there and the eighties, kind of the late eighties. Um, I think it was maybe mid-eighties, possibly. The
2: so dogs so, as well.
1: Aye,
0: I, I, I don't know if the
1: dogs... Aye, it's dogs I remember there. So the no, dogs aren't still
0: there? Aye, I, 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 I don't know. They're still there, eh?
1: Aye, uh, pretty sure. But I obviously, Broadway, weren't as well? 1986.
0: That's when Clyde last played up.
1: Yep. There we go. You've obviously got fast internet. <laughs> I'd have been there for about. I'd have been there probably to the end of the podcast trying to find out. Um, but aye, I, I, it's good to see them doing well. Hopefully, as you say... We'll get more teams going up to the pyramid and actually doing well, even maybe progressing up the leagues. I would think, I'd imagine they're pretty ambitious. I would think so, huh? Decent sized stadium as well, see? Well done
0: to them. It's
1: so getting bad. upgraded, I think,
0: isn't it? Medal Bank Stadium? Doing yep, some upgrades to
2: it? Yep, they've got uh, some new proposal for a brand new looking stadium. All paid by Edinburgh Council, I think. stated Shocking. <laughs>
1: I suppose in the top subject of Edinburgh, uh, it's been a pretty interesting weekend. Edinburgh, for the, a heart's point of view, uh, where do we start? Do we start with the Rangers game? Do we start with the, the breaking news from the last hour or so about Cathero, wish?
2: I think we start with our new manager. New manager. Just been, just been appointed, Ian Cathro. So I think I'm more than happy with that. Uh, good Good news that it's been... You know, dealt with quite swiftly as well. Obviously, Robbie's departure, and um, I think it was, you know, he was the number one contender for the job, and we've just gone and got our man.
1: Yeah, uh, we were talking a b- 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 briefly before the podcast started um, about his his opening statement to Hearts TV, which has been I don't know if the full statement's on the the BBC website, but he's, he certainly talks a good game. Uh, it sounds very positive. You mentioned as well about his getting appointed at the age of 22 by Levine as youth coach at Dundee United, so he's got plenty of experience, even though he's only 30, in terms of coaching
2: yeah, I mean, of things. I mean, yeah, he was he was only 22, and Levine appointed him at Dundee United. Since then, he's gone on to be at Portugal, assistant manager at Valencia, assistant manager, and then most recently, obviously, at Newcastle, underneath Benitez, uh, and McLaren before him, so... I mean, that's quite, quite good experience for a guy that's only 30 years old. Now, he's been due to kind of step up, because he's
0: been a name that's been mentioned a few times. Um, certainly before Warburton took over the Rangers, I heard a few people talking about maybe he'd be a good point to go for. So. Yep. I'm, I'm glad somebody's finally taken the punt, because now we'll get to see what he's made of. But certainly anybody that seems to know what they're
2: talking about has been, has been talking him up. And then you get people like Chris Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Chris Boyd's coming with all that. Um, I believe it. They did do badges at the same time or something, so they yeah. kind of know each other. But maybe, mean...
1: maybe, Car- maybe 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 got a shiny and Boyd didn't.
2: I don't know. I just <laughs> thought it was a bit, a bit of pure play to be talking him down, just as quite clearly he was going to get a job. You know. Uh,
1: I think one when, uh, when I was looking at, I of like the Bundesliga. Uh, the boy at Hoffenheim. I don't know if you know the mm-hmm. Nagosman. Only twenty nine. Mm-hmm. And Hoffenheim have been fantastic this season. He actually he saved them from getting relegated last season. I think he was appointed as did a, bit of a, all right, well probably going to relegated. Give him a chance him a chance just now, and he's been an absolute revelation. Margers are getting younger now. Fresh ideas as ah,
0: yeah. well. Um, Alex Neil He was you know, he was <laughs> Alex He uh, was he was obviously the manager of Hamilton. Did well there. Got the gig at uh, Norwich. He's he's done all right in Norwich, but that's that's not the one. Yeah, yeah really worked it too well for him then I don't think but he's just kind of probably restricted as what he can do though uh, but I, 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 don't, I don't see I, I don't see any problem with Gathrow. He's he's been in coaching for a while I know certainly he may be young but he's been around the coaching setup up for a while now um, as you say Levine gave him the gig when he was quite young um, he may not have really played the game but I don't think that matters either everybody always cites Jose Mourinho uh, there's, I think Arsene Fenger was never much of a player uh, even like uh, Brendan Rodgers himself, like his career was quite short. Um, yeah. I, I think a few people have suggested that oh, it's, it's a gamble for Hearts to do this because he's he's got no managerial experience. Well, near the other Robbie Nielsen.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. He's done so well. He's been he's been given him job so
2: And I think we've also got the safety net that you know Levine is in there as director of football as well. Yeah. So he's he's got the experience behind them as well. Let's not forget yeah. he was the, was the old Scotland manager as well.
0: Yeah, I would imagine Levine was was certainly a a big help to uh, Robbie Nielsen in the first place. So If anything, it's proven that this system will work at hearts already. So I don't think this is as big a gamble this time. It was probably a bigger gamble when they brought in Levine and and Nielsen as a a pairing because a lot of the time in Scotland that set-up doesn't work. It seems to have worked quite well at hearts, so I I would probably have more confidence in it working this time. And it's probably exactly a step-up that uh, someone like Carthro needs.
2: it also looks like we're getting quite a good experienced first-team assistant as well, Uh, this guy, Austin McPhee, who I must admit I didn't know much about either, but uh, I don't think he's actually been announced yet, but it seems that he's on his way because he was certainly at Ibrox on Saturday watching Rangers Aberdeen.
1: Yeah. Well, you've done your homework on what we were talking about him before the podcast started as well. Uh, we 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 know from looking at BBC website and the likes of that he's been a contender for the football director job with Scotland. But you mentioned that he'd been involved with in Mexico.
2: Yeah, I mean I think he started off at Cowdenbeath assistant with Danny Lennon and then moved with Danny Lennon to St Mirren uh, and then recently he's been working under Michael O'Neill at uh, Northern Ireland. But he also in two thousand and fourteen went and worked with Mexico at the World Cup scouting uh, their opposition. So he obviously knows his stuff as well.
1: Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, going back to kind of young managers, I've actually done in the two book just now, who was a bit of a football hero for me when I was younger. But uh, that's probably one of the early ones that kind of started managing quite young. He was 34 when he started managing Chelsea. So right, that's right. Really... Yeah, that's, that's pretty.
0: But I think I, 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 I'm never one to sort uh, of back the idea that a, a guy who was a great player, like the 12th for instance, will become a great manager, because it seems that that happens extremely rarely um, yeah. I think that the, the most recent example is probably Henry Larson uh, he managed to get Helsingberg relegated this season Um yeah. they know how great he was as a player, but I mean there, there's been others that have been great players and haven't really, uh, went on to, to do much in coaching, and then on the other side of it I mean you look at Zinedine Zidane already won the European Cup with Real Madrid as manager um, I think they drew, did the it? They'll go to the weekend, though. Yeah,
1: Johan Cruyff, Johan Johan Cruyff, got to you be to know, all... uh, maybe yeah. the the best. Um, Carlo Ancelotti, he probably, I probably, wasn't the guy who been the greatest. player. that Milan site that type was full uh, of great players. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, I think you could probably make the same case about like the uh, Guardiola. Guardiola was a good player. Um, and, and, he's, and he's obviously been on to be a, a good manager as well, but I think like, I don't think Guardiola was the standout player in the Barcelona no, no. team that they no. played on.
1: But yeah, that Hearts. Well, it's been good apart from Nielsen leaving. Uh, the Rangers game last week, Hamish. It's just all, yep. it's, all it's all good for you, Nielsen,
2: isn't it? Nielsen's farewell. Uh, I was just
1: there. Farewell party. The farewell.
2: Fairwell party, yeah. It was it was a cracking game, and uh, he certainly had the troops firing on all cylinders. Mm. Uh, great send off. Um, I think with that game, though, when I looked at it, it was more. It seemed to me Rangers had a lack of confidence going into that game, uh, and quite a lot of it seemed to be a lack of confidence coming from their manager. When you looked at the the team selection they had for that game, that was the biggest surprise I had. Um, and I think he went on and changed five people for the the, the Aberdeen game on Saturday, didn't he?
1: He did, yeah. We'll come on that later, unfortunately. Cheers for mentioning that, Hamish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. uh, But, no, I mean, I, I, I was astounded that, obviously, Hill couldn't play, but, uh, you know, he, he played Crooks. That was his debut. The guy, Dudo, he started just because he had scored a couple of goals the week before. It, it just seemed, seemed crazy to me in such a big game. So I think I think the pressure did get to him there.
1: Yeah, maybe try and rotate the score ahead of a busy December schedule. Mind you, they're not as busy as a lot of other teams, Rangers. Celtic have got eight games to play, Aberdeen have got seven after Saturday. It's just gone by, so...
0: Yeah, in terms of league games in December, uh, Celtic and Aberdeen have both got eight, and the Hearts and Rangers have both got six. So, and short of obviously at the the Manchester City game as well. Yeah.
1: Yep. So right, it's gonna be a very interesting month ahead. Um Muirhead now we took spoke a few weeks ago when you were last on Hamish about yep. uh, your Muirhead coming in because Nicholson had got injured. And he yep. came up with a good certainly with a double and, well.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a big guy and he's he, you know, he's athletic and gets up and down the wing and uh yeah, he, he had a cracking game. Obviously, two goals, and I think I think just it was almost Robbie Nielsen's parting shot that he did. You know, he's finally found the right team, and I think the right two up front because we had Johnson with uh, Jim just playing in behind him, and that seems to be working for us. Obviously, previously we had Salmon and Watt that just cannot score goals just now.
1: But maybe Robbie Nielsen was listening to the podcast as well we did say that Jim's best when he's. Further up, yeah. So, yeah. But Robbie should maybe thank us for getting MK Don's job. Just tweet us <laughs> at SFF Podcast, Robbie. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> should Should we mention the offside goal? Because I think I, I, I think it's an interesting point, and the decision was right.
2: But I can see why people would be angry about it I think I think what angered the Rangers fans most was, or certainly the manager most, seemed to be the the length of time it took for a, yeah. you know the, the decision to come. But I can see how it took a wee while for the decision to come because you know the refs are mic'd up; they've got to confirm was he offside position. Do you think he was affecting play? Certainly, when the goal went in, obviously all the Rangers fans started celebrating. But it wasn't too long after that, that people, you know, I sat in the main stand, that people noticed that, you know, oh, is that goal actually going to get given? Uh, but then there, there did seem to be about another 10 seconds went before finally the flag went up, much to our delight. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I think it comes down to, we're to get the decision right, regardless of how long it takes. Now, I know that will frustrate you if it's against you and... Um, You've you've already started celebrating what you think is a good goal and then the flag goes up. But I I, I don't think anybody's going to dispute that Forrester was offside. He certainly was. Yep. Um it then comes down to your interpretation as to whether he's he's, he's interfering with play. Um it looked to me like he t- he moved towards the ball. He's certainly right next to the goalkeeper, so he could have been interfering that way. Yeah. So I think the decision's right, it just took a while to get there. But yep. I think the other thing that might frustrate quite a lot of people is I opening the day of the season, Celtic so had a goal that wasn't all that different. That's They'd right. Never got flagged yeah. off. I think it was Armstrong was the one. Now, I don't think he was anywhere near the ball, but he was certainly within the, the, yeah. uh, the goalkeeper's line of vision. Yeah. And, and clearly offside. Uh, and did St. Johnston get something somewhere as well? They got a goal that went through or uh, That's right. Was offside. Yeah.
2: Either, sure. I don't think
0: either either Armstrong or St. Johnston tried to play the ball, which I think maybe is what went against Forrester, because he did look like he the towards it. Yeah. But I, I don't I think of the th- of the three of them, the only one that was right was the the, the rangers want to get flagged off, because yeah. I don't think you can argue the Celtic tail's a chance to go she just did. Yeah.
2: I think you've got the problem there that it is open to the referees' interpretation, so different individuals are gonna come up with different uh conclusions. Yeah. It's just the problem is that this role has been overcomplicated, as per usual. Yeah. it so
0: it should be far simpler than it is, but
1: uh, one thing I'd speak about as well was the the talk of Steve McLaren was at the game. I suppose looking at a few Hearts players, the he, different rumours whether it's Perry Kitchen or whether it's Callum Patterson. No, nah, uh, I think, think it's, it's
2: Part- definitely Part- it's definitely Patterson Yeah, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me now if he goes in January because um, I think there was about five minutes to go, and uh, McLaren and an entourage of about six or seven guys all left the main stand uh, and week in, week out Patterson stands out a mile and well, currently he's our right back and he's our top scorer so I just can't see us keeping him until the end of the season I think
1: the boy Smith would step in and do a good job
2: Yeah, Smith. I mean he always does alright but I mean he's just not got the same attacking threat as, uh, as Patterson does, especially from free kicks and corners and even from open play, Patterson's banging them in as well. So he's gonna be a big loss to us, but obviously we'll have to deal with that. But if he does go before the end of the season then obviously we'll get a bit of money for him.
1: Yeah. If he goes be
2: if he goes at the end of the season I think we just get, you know, the compensation for uh, basically bringing him up. But uh if he goes if he goes in January then I think we you know, expect to get at least a million I would su- suggest.
1: Drink as much as
2: that. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think he's going in January, I'm afraid.
1: But, uh, I suppose we could just talk about hearts as well and still against Ross County.
0: Did Vera play him off the line against Ross County? Or he
1: had ball. ball. He made a save. He, he thought he was a keeper, proper keeper.
0: <laughs> That's, <right>. That's <laughs> the SPFL's fault for making him the keeper in the D weekend. <laughs> that was
2: cracking, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we are a bit unlucky. I think with both goals really that we conceded but uh, yeah, I mean it was a clear hand ball, I think it, it deflected, oh no, it, it was so close to he uh, was so close to the ball that he couldn't really get his hand out the way his hand was up, so I think in that game we were quite unlucky anyway because we must have an injury time penalty as well, right, but rightly oh, it was, save it. Yeah. It was yeah. saved, it was actually saved, it was a good save from Scott Fox, but uh, yeah, our away form is disappointing and you know that's another game where we've scored two goals away from home. Another week we've scored three goals away from home, and we're we're not getting the three points. So it's disappointing.
0: I think for all the penalty, it was probably unlucky. It was the was it Johnson where he took it yeah. off Fox, and then yeah. he made a mess of the shot. Yeah, I think that was probably the big
2: the big loss. Um, yeah, I think if we put that away, then maybe that'd be a three one. That would have been three-one. The game yeah. would have been over. Huh? So, yeah, a bit, a bit frustrating. You know, you do, you do the big job in beating Rangers, and then, you know, you're dropping points the next week to let them go back above you. I
0: think. It's well, that's it. For, for, I mean, I mean, it's, for, from my perspective, I mean, it's, it's been another good week for us because everybody behind us dropped points somewhere along the line. Yeah. Uh, you obviously took the points off Rangers uh, and then dropped them against uh, Ross County. You've taken four points this week, which is a point more than we've had but it's taken you two games together and so there's two points dropped there as far as we're concerned um, and then we'll come on to it but we know what happened with Rangers and Aberdeen as well so yeah it's been, it's been another good week for us I
1: think the important thing about Hards is that we've not only dropped points there at the weekend but consistency is a selection they're playing a regular team and see when you play a regular team teams know each other know each other better where people are going to be and it, it that's showing. thing as well that stood out obviously talk about Parson earlier, the desire that he had to show it was a second goal hearts.
0: Um,
1: yeah, he basically wanted it more than Scott Fox did. However, Scott Fox does owe Andrew Davis a pint for that the, the penalty save. For the save. Yeah, but it was it, a yeah. stupid challenge. It yeah. wasn't that a great penalty I don't think. But uh,
2: Well it wasn't a cheaper I not bad,
1: yeah, but it good type
2: It wasn't for the a bad penalty but yeah it was it was definitely a save rather than a miss.
1: I um, I'm probably gonna this is self inflicted but we usually talk about what we're having for a drink. Now on the podcast, we did it at the start. We are a wee bit delighted tonight because uh, Microsoft were doing some kind of updates. So i have grabbed a beer. The beer's now finished. And I decided I'll message the wife and see if she'll get me a wee juice or something like that. She has brought me up a cocktail woo woo. And I can't.
0: Oh, so, a woo woo?
1: A woo woo. Yes. Um, I, I thought I, I may as well. Just like Gary Banner. um you were on a bottle of Bordeaux. You were about half a bottle of Bordeaux. By the time yep. we
2: started, I think. Yep. How, how's that going? Going? Uh, no, I've still got a, a large glass left.
1: Uh, Chris, what did you uh, bring I,
2: to I, the,
0: the, the table? Moment, I, I've got a, a glass of, of Pepsi Max at the moment. Oh, uh, uh, Earlier on, on tonight, I was drinking a Bovril, a bovril? in the house. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. M- made it myself. It was well worth it. I've not had a Bovril in ages. This is what happens when you don't go to football, you start craving things of Bovrils. I'll be eating pies next.
1: Yeah. Um, so I we, we might have a potential weird podcast title from from that. Um, I, I think Buffle, a, I think
0: it's a
1: debut. woohoo and bottle. Yes, uh, this is great. <laughs> so not
0: together not Ever mix those? Well, right.
1: I, I don't even know what we're drinking. That's what's it called? It's got cranberry juice from concentrate and peach snaps flavors in vodka. Well, yeah, that should be all right. I'll give oh, that a go. It's not
0: bad
2: though. sounds though. Right. Quite a manly drink, that one.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you got an umbrella
0: a... stuck at the top, eh?
1: No, no, it's in a can. It's Christmas season, though, so you drink it at Christmas. I suppose. Don't you?
2: Oh, yeah. All right.
1: So yeah. Uh, what what we talk about football? Oh, I football. Yeah. We should probably talk about uh, the game of Ibrox, eh? Well, we can come on to that. Why game. not well,
0: talking about the game of the weekend? Come on, Rangers are a little team. Do you
1: want to talk about it? Right, OK. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, on paper, it was a game of the weekend. Aye And I've I see, seen lots of people saying Why is the Rangers Aberdeen game Not Intel When they're showing Motherwell Celtic instead I We'll, we'll sure. come on to why that was a good decision On the, on the end But aye, um, t- 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 degree t-
2: on t- paper t- Rangers Aberdeen t- should have been in 10 Aye Oh definitely
0: um, I was t- t-
2: very surprised it wasn't
1: Aye But Rangers, it's usually just away games isn't it More so that are on that's TV It's usually away games man. Um Aye Well Where do we start right we just made 5 changes but Hamish touched on, um, I know there was talk against Hearts that it was probably at fault for both games, I didn't expect he would start yesterday because the first game at Pataudry, he did start but he started further afield and Hodgson the right back, that proved to be a good decision for, for Rangers certainly, um, Aberdeen made 2 changes, went to 3 at the back which has not worked out previously really, worked out I think tried it in Europe a couple of times but in Scotland, no, um, just no. It was highlighted in the sports scene. you seen the kind of Reynolds getting exposed for the Wallace chance. When Wallace went through, Reynolds yeah. was quite in midfield, and there was, like, loads of space to run into. You know when you play against Rangers that they are, their full-backs are probably going to come in inside as opposed to going outside, almost as inverted full-backs. By all accounts, we didn't play that badly. However, again, Aberdeen... Strong team finished second the last two seasons. Why are we not taking a game we can do? Why, why change the tactics? Um, slightly frustrating, probably because we had too many options this season. I think. The I wonder if it,
0: I, I I wondered think, if it was a kind of change after the, the, the cup final the week before because I think it was almost a, a kind of reaction to try and shore things up.
1: Aye, but like, hope, Michael Short
0: thought you defended better, but then. The, the goals you can see, they have not defended better at all.
1: But I I think we were fortunate in the first half that it looked like maybe we defended better. Because if Wallace takes his chance, then the Rangers, yeah. the Rangers crowd would have been up for it earlier. Uh, as it as it as it stands, uh, early in the second half, had his chance which he should put away. Oh, he,
0: the He did, he did, just in, like he did the right
1: thing. headed it yeah. back across goal. That's then Miller scores with slightly fortunate deflection, assist from uh, Barry Mackay. Then the Rangers fan, the Rangers crowd are clearly up for it. They were up for it anyway. It would have been a Rangers Aberdeen game, but that just changes things in in, in that moment. Um,
2: yeah, I think the the Stockley miss was unforgivable, really, wasn't it?
1: Frustrating, uh, really frustrating. Because I think Thompson mentioned here, like he was kind of slightly off balance, but he he's got to put that away. Um, it's probably one of the few t- few times that actually we got a decent cross into the box. I think. And that's one thing against Rangers. You get crosses into the box. And we'll come on to this later on in the, the World Celtic game. You hot teams.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, put it in the back post, put it in the air post. Still, to this day, that causes problems. Um, didn't do enough. enough. Um, Considine and Shinny, I don't know what they're doing for Hodgson. Just
0: oh, The marketing of Hodgson was just non-existent.
1: Absolute criminal. Um, I want to touch on the, a wee bit of the sports scene. That's a... Petty. The, the whole Andrew Holiday thing to go to the ground. The, I didn't see anyone catch him. I, might have, I but then he has a wee look up to see, as if, right? Who's looking here? Did you see that?
2: Yeah. Is that
0: the one that went on and eventually led to Clint Hill's first deal?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I actually had to rewind sports to find out what that was, and I still don't know it was, who's your number ten. McKinn. Right. He was the only guy near him. Yeah.
2: And yeah. he didn't see me doing. That's what for, I thought. I, I did see I've, anything. I had to rewind that about five times, and from what I saw, it did seem Halliday maybe just ran into McGinn and sort of ran into his shoulder and seemed to catch his eye. But as you say, he did have a wee cheeky look through his yeah. hands at what was going on. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <it's> horrible. <laughs> it,
1: it seemed a bit kind of weird. Um, but yeah, again, I just think what well, Aberdeen, has been speak- talk about McGinn being left out the last few weeks now. Contract is up for the new stuff like that. He's obviously not had much of a break because of uh, the Euros. However, now again, he, he can be a bit of a frustrating player. You know, Chris, when being at Celtic, he can be frustrating. But see, when he's on his yeah. game, and even if he's not always on his game, he brings goals and assists. He, and you have your match winners in the team. Sometimes, maybe with a player like that, you let him get back into form because to play, Madison is almost. A wide player, that's not going to work because he's not going to track back. So you end up leaving yourself, exposed going back the way. Kenny McLean in midfield, I like Kenny McLean, but he's not going to put in a tackle. And then the only one that's really in midfield is Ryan Jack that's going to maybe put in a tackle. Even then, he's not really known for putting in a tackle as much as he didn't want to get put for. Um, that was something that was mentioned to some of the boys that I know how to go to football. Played Celtic and Rangers, and I think we were only in the two games. Apart from Jack getting sent off later, probably <laughs> needs to be, a bit, need to be a bit more physical in these types of games. I'm not condoning getting players getting booked and all that, because I don't think you try and play it right at all, but generally you're going to pick up bookings, and especially against the bigger teams you would think you would be picking up I don't know, clever fouls, I suppose. Not enough of that, so I think we still probably lack that bit of dig. Surprised O'Connor was left out. I know he can assault um, the penalty last week. Obviously could have done better, but O'Connor's been... Pretty solid for for Aberdeen, and uh, probably against Rangers in the, the first game. Maybe I'll Aberdeen's best player. Um, so I uh, just a few questionable decisions about team lineups. At the moment, I talked to kinda John, who's not on tonight. The podcast. You, you can't guess an Aberdeen lineup at the moment, as in who who's going to be playing. Whereas I would say last season, you could probably go right. That's going to be Aberdeen's first eleven, if everyone's fit. At the moment, you, you can't do that. Be interesting to see what he does tomorrow night. I would think he'll go back to at back but does he go back to playing Rooney and Stockley which was working before the Celtian Rangers games or does McGinn come back in Rooney comes back in what, what happens who knows I do think to get the best out of Madison he needs to be playing at number 10 just let him get the ball and don't ask him to shut back don't, don't have that as part of his game let an deal with that um, obviously Ryan Jack's missing maybe against Kelly at home that's not going to be an issue but the question as well is does Shinny then go back to playing it in centre mid, whereas really most Aberdeen fans weren't trying to be playing left back, that's what it was saying to play, there's just maybe too much chopping and changing I think, in the moment. Um, however, two games in hand, against maybe Kwanek and Motherwell, we could still be second in the league, so it's just more frustrating I think that, I think Sadi was probably a good chance to maybe win at Iberts for the first time in a long time. 25 years, it's just uh,
0: 1991 on. seems a long time ago. Did we find out if Aberdeen have won, have been anybody at Ibrox in those 25 years?
1: I can't think because I was at the semi final against St Johnston. We lost, that's, that. I mean,
0: that's, that's the one that comes immediately to mind. I was just uh, trying to think if it was any I other games at Ibrox. I don't know if there's been any that I can think When Hamden um, was getting done up in the 90s, maybe.
1: Um, I can't think. And the thing as well, it's hard to tell from highlights, but I don't think Rangers looked particularly great. They created a few chances, but not much. Uh, I know Joe Lewis had one kind of good save that he made, but I don't think Rangers look particularly threatening. No, I,
0: what, I haven't seen much of Rangers this season. But what I have seen in them, they're just they're not that great. So I mean, they're, they're getting they're grinding out the results, and that tends to get you. A lot of, it's getting them a lot of points on the board, and it can push you up the, the table. But they always seem like they're pretty close to not picking up the three points.
2: Yeah there's been there's been so many games i mean obviously the the late goals that they've had that have transformed games into three points from well, in some cases been losing games that you know they've some would say they could they're lucky in that respect, but you, they're still second in the league, aren't they so you can't you yeah. can't really dispute that
1: yeah, and that one certainly is going to lift their confidence as well beating the yeah, same I, I, team from last season yeah I mean that's uh, the first time
2: they beat one of the
0: somebody in the, the top six that wasn't a, a last man yeah. one of the biggest model really. well that's you, in the top six of, no yeah. it's come on not in the top six now isn't it yeah
2: it I mean it everything. was it was as I was saying that going into the Hearts game the confidence was low in Rangers and if Aberdeen had actually gone on and beaten them you know, there could have been a situation there where they're call- well, they were already calling for the manager's head after the Hearts game. Mm-hmm. Faber Dean had won it, and then, you know, going into the Christmas season, if that hadn't gone well for them, you know, you could probably see them going by January. But could, Yeah,
1: the, the sack race could have been on early. Yeah. The sack could have been out early on Christmas Eve. It's
2: amazing what a win against one of your rivals does for you.
0: Well, oh, I'm interested to see what kind of reaction they get, because obviously Rangers next game against Hearts. Uh, yeah, uh, at Ibrox, yeah, so it doesn't get any easier for them. For well, because after that, I mean, uh, one thing uh,
1: for us Aberdeen, we've got three home games in a row now. But then yeah. we had, I mentioned last it. week, we had two home games at Christmas uh, time last year, or before Christmas, in party, and Partick this That's one drew the them. So, uh, but I think crowds yeah, will possibly be affected. Busy anyway, a lot of uh, games anyway, which will potentially affect crowds because can, can people afford to go to all the games? But
0: yeah, I think the, the other problem we've got is two of them are midweek.
1: Yeah, and it's shoot yeah, it's hardly. Exactly. But we'll see what happens. But I think good, good chance of back. However, Kamarnock had a, a good win at the week.
0: I think a lot of that was due to Jamie McDonald. Yeah. I don't think Dundee were particularly bad, but uh, Kamarnock certainly took their chances, and, and Jamie McDonald was, was saving us. So I think that was the last one that, that was then' the highlights of his feet. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, but yeah, probably move on to the, the Celtic game. I, I, I'm going to start, I know, usually we'd start with you, Chris, but. In terms of talking about the crossing into the bots, Celtic just did not deal with crossing into the bots. There was two goals that were pretty similar back post.
0: Yeah, two, our defence uh, just didn't deal with anything, I, mean, I think, know, it was the problem. I mean, right it, from the start, it, like, it was, was it 13 hours? But going into yeah. this game, we were two minutes short of 13 hours without, uh, uh, without conceding a goal, and we just made it past that because it was three minutes that he scored. Yeah. And it, it was a case that like, there, was, there was some doubt as to whether he was offside. I don't think so. He looked drive to me.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, uh, well, edge of the, show, on the shoulder, which I think you give the yeah, favour. Yeah, it was one of those ones where he kept uh, kind of trading places with uh, Touré to try and catch him in the hop. And it worked, because when the ball gets played through, his level, uh, and Touré is just completely out uh, sorts and, and never manages to track back. It's a lovely touch to think oh, yeah. over Craig, uh, Craig Gordon. So, yep. I mean, the, the, you can't kind really of like fault him for that. But you've uh,
2: got to ask, is, is Touré unfit just now? Is he. I he looked all over the place. It's the first I've seen in him the in a while. He was not playing for was, a few weeks, has yeah,
0: he? Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's played since uh, the the Munich Gladbach game at home. But, well, was, uh, he was he was blind for the two goals, yeah. but then it yeah, was, there a bit was balls, harsh.
2: There was balls coming in where he was just kind of lifting his leg and looking like he, you know, he just he, he looked completely out of sorts and totally <laughs> unfit.
1: I don't think he was helped by his well initially. As a great full back, wasn't doing any defending, and then McGregor came on um, and lessons weren't learned from the. The second goal, the third goal, because they were.
2: Second goal, he was, he was ball
0: watching at the second goal. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that this was the problem that the we, we changed to the back three at 1 0. Yeah. And the other two goals that goal got were almost exactly the same thing. I, I they were a big long ball into where the left back should be. And yeah, we no, never no. seemed to pick it up properly.
1: Because you never yeah. had a left back there for the Because never had a
0: left back, yeah.
1: McGregor came on and was playing part of a diamond or
0: whatever it should, it should be whoever's left in the back three now you're right it's Toure at the second goal he should have been packing him up I should point out before that that it was a foul on Lustig you think so? Um, yeah I've not seen the
1: replay
0: I, I, I I am seen... Going to defend, I'm going to defend the referee here because it took me four or five replays to see that he went through Lustig to get the ball Yeah. because the first time I seen it I thought it was a cracking tackle I thought it was a whistle. Right. Um, so I can't I can't criticise the referee if it took me four or five replays ah, to see aye. it, but he goes through the we'll stick together. So probably it's stupid to a film. But yeah. no, I can't criticise him. Mustick um,
1: probably shouldn't be dwelling in possession though. He's that's it. Mustick
0: got caught in possession because he was, well, was fanning about what's well, this? Um, yeah, I, I, it was a, it was a good ball into the back post, and then well, the the third goal that Malo got was exactly the same thing. It was, I think it was. Uh,
2: Went over Simonic's. Uh,
0: yeah, it should have been that picked it up at the back post, and it wasn't. It, just, it, was, it was unmarked. Um, was it Ainsworth? Aye, ah, Ainsworth got the third goal. Aye,
2: yeah.
0: um, it didn't. Was, but was it was a very strange game. Motherwell deserved the 2 0 lead at half time, uh, and I was sitting thinking that Brendan Ridgers is going to need to show his worth here, get a good team talk at half time, and we'll come out all guns blazing. And sure enough, Celtic did exactly that. For most of that second half, Celtic were all over Motherwell. Uh, oh, yeah. We got we got the goal. We got the first one pretty quick uh, through McGregor. Lovely little kind of interplay to get that goal. Um, and then we we took a while to get the, the equaliser. Uh, another a lovely bit of play between Armstrong and and through to, uh, Roberts oh, for the And and then like, almost immediately we threw away the third goal, which was ridiculous. And I was like, oh, terrific! We're, we're now b- almost getting back to square one again after having done so well to get ourselves level. And no sooner had I thought that that the third goal came. I don't know whether to praise Roberts for that beautifully weighted pass through what was practically not a gap at all into Armstrong's pass. Maybe Armstrong scuffed it a bit in the net. Maybe I'll give him a benefit of the doubt and say he meant it. Um, but you could equally turn around and say, Motherwell, should have cut out that pass? Yes. Yeah. Roberts didn't play it through any gap. There just wasn't a gap. There and somehow it got through anyway. Mm-hmm. I've watched it several times I still can't see how it gets through
1: I I don't know whether it's one of them passes whereby it's almost like a no-look pass So it wasn't like a What's natural a... type of pass you know that way yeah. uh, I, I kind of in my notes gave credit to robots for the pass but I did think at the same time though I went through a few players but I I, yeah, I, Mother, I think Mother, it went Motherwell, through by expecting it Motherwell just sat far too deep it? Yeah I
0: don't that, know whether that, that was Motherwell was sitting too deep North because he had a 2-0 lead or if Celtic pressed him back Yes, the It could have game. been a bit of both because I could, I, I could quite imagine Mark McGee went right. We're doing a lot it's time protector. I halftime.
2: Yeah. But um, but but you were all over them as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I,
0: I, whether that was us or whether they invited that, I don't know. I think it may have been a bit of both. Um, but yeah, I mean one, once it got to three three, there was a couple of scrambles at the goal mouth that Mother managed to keep out, and then they made the ultimate mistake of backing off of Rogic. Yeah. And you do that, you're asking for trouble because Rogic will just find the corner. He'd done it against Stabberdin the week before. Oh, um God, man. They've and tried it again. his right
1: foot, haven't they? Because they've
0: thought it's weaker and he's, he's still picked it out. <laughs> he's still picked it out, yeah. It's yeah. that's, that's a cracking finish, there's, there's no doubt about it. Rudyard, the 90th minute again. Well, I say again. But it's not often he plays the full 90. Um, but this time it was definitely worth it. And you, 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 can have, you watch games like that and you wonder why he doesn't play the full 90 more often. Because he looked, he's certainly won't. As if he was he's dangerous throughout the game. And it might happen and more now. It. Might happen uh, then, uh, will I think it was a bit, a bit harsh at the end, though, that uh, the referee blew up when he did for full time because Dimbelli was three on goal on his own. I suppose you blow up when you need to blow up, but let it run ten more seconds.
1: <laughs> it's a scary prospect, though, that Celtic scored four goals and Dimbelli's not even on the score sheet.
0: I wasn't well. one of his better games,
1: yeah. So, uh, and then I I think was it was at Thompson or Stuart, pointed out that Mother Billby was very disappointed to score three at home and not get like something from the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what you need to take from it. But um, I don't know about the the bus stop was the full time. I do Mark McGee was moaning about um oh, Chris Davis the Chris Davis for some reason, uh, and then there was some uh, Brendan Rodgers was complaining about the fact that Mark McGee was moaning about what the warm up that we had before the game.
2: Uh, apparently, you were you were using the the actual goal mouth for shooting practice before the game when he wanted you to be in, you know, like the goals that they set up to the side uh, of the goals. goal. Yeah. Uh, so but you I, didn't shoot up the pitch, and I thought, I, well.
0: I've seen us have shooting practice into the actual goal for as long as I can remember, and for him to come up and say that was that—that that is just—I don't understand that. I know the fur Park pitches. Historically had a bad rep, but in the last few years 1st part part's been alright for his patch, so I don't know what he's wanting of it.
2: You can't it's, think that, you know, for ten minutes before a game it's gonna do too much damage, you know. No, it's certainly is not gonna do any more damage in the weather through the winter months
0: and mullibles like what do. But yeah, uh, it just seems a bit ridiculous to be honest. But it was certainly it was certainly a great game to watch, um if you're a neutral. Um it was it was nerve wracking for us at times, but we we got to three points in the end, it's I said earlier, it's been a good week for us. So,
1: um, Just going back to the thing about the pitch, then I'm uh, not def- taking any sides here or anything like that, but I noticed that Keith Lasley was on, talking at BBC Scotland and he was saying it's supposed to sell to get on a team that have refused to comply with requests request not to use the gold player prior to kick-off. Oh, so
0: he's Bart. backing his manager. Well, I can't really fault just, you can't really fault, because he's still captain at Mother, wasn't he? You can't really fault the captain for backing his manager.
1: So, no I'm defending anyone's actions, because I think I'm not a big fan of McGee myself, um, as a manager. I
2: just think it's something that McGee didn't have to get involved with, and certainly shouldn't not be shaking people's hands and things like that after the game, you know? It's just it's such petty nonsense.
1: I suppose it like the BBC are saying that Davies refused a handshake. Yeah. So, who
2: knows?
1: But, yeah... Probably all very very
0: petty. Yeah. Um, not not my understanding of it. that Davis was the one that refused the handshake, but right. I'm biased, so I, I don't, don't know. know. The 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 thing that annoyed me the most though was Sky's coverage of the game. They they see come in about fifty minutes before kick off, so there was no build up, on like, what we've had in BT in recent weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then after the game, there was a quick interview with both managers, and then it was a way to watch a replay of WWE. <laughs>
1: I just wait till it's Rangers-Celtic, I'm sure there'll be a... Oh, no, there there'll be three hours of both
2: ends, Aye, yep. of course it will. I think yeah. it's, it is a good point though, Chris, that the BT's coverage of Scottish football now is head and shoulders above Sky's coverage.
0: They keep adding to it as well, I mean, the, like, yep. like, we'll have it in Friday night because the, the part of the Thistle Celtic game is in Friday night, tonight. but the, yep. they're, they're coming in at like quarter to seven or something these days and
2: uh, well, it's having some like a,
0: a build-up show for the weekend and stuff, so... Yeah. Um, Sky updated.
2: it... it. A, sorry i sure they're
0: really putting a lot of effort in it, which is great to see. But
2: they're they're also making it a bit comical as well, obviously with the Sutton sort of thing with the other presenters and stuff. They're you know they're they're, they're making a good go of it. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's it's definitely entertaining. The it's quite in
0: depth at times. I know Chris Sutton's likely to put on quite a few noses at a joint. I know certainly like, it was it was Celtic fans that were getting annoyed at the last couple of seasons when when on was in charge, but. It's it's hard to it's hard to criticize him for what he said about Ronnie Dela because many of the Celtic fans that were criticising for it are now saying exactly the same thing. and I know what happened the
2: Brendan Rodgers. So mm-hmm.
0: does he say things just to be controversial?
2: Possibly, but quite a lot. The way what he says is right. Correct, correct. Yeah, what he says is actually correct. Yeah, and he's not scared to say it as well, which is always always beneficial. And I think
0: he, he plays well off Michael Stewart. I think yep. they, they two tend to disagree quite a lot. But I think there's a bit of a mutual respect there. Yeah. The odd one out is probably when Stephen Craigan's talking because I think
2: both of them just looked in their nose at him. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he, had, he was actually on um, the English uh, match of the day as well. Ah, was he was on
1: the cheer, up. cheer yeah. on Saturday, was it? I heard. Yeah. I, I haven't seen yeah. it, actually, oh, but yeah, I read that there, there was going to be...
2: Yeah, he
0: was on, partnership.
2: not
0: It was a striking partnership and a half. Chris Sutton, was, Chris Sutton must be the only guy I, I can even think of that's been in two great partnerships. And that was his first one. Shut and Shearer was a fantastic sure, partner. I'm sure, I'm sure there's been, awesome I'm sure been a loss. loss. I'm sure there I can't, I can't loss. think of one guy that's been in two great partnerships, because you can rhyme off great partnerships, but they're like, who like Van Basten and York and Cole. and
1: it's all, but man, you, they had four strikers. The other could
0: all pretty much... That's a challenge. If anybody's got anybody that's played in two separate great striking partnerships, tweet the SFF podcast. I can let us know who that was.
1: Somebody tweet us just to let us know. Um uh, move on to predictions, yeah, probably.
0: Yep, that's right. So. Right, okay. Is it just the one game of midweek, week, isn't
1: it? Ah, uh, just the
0: one. Uh, uh, there, there is there is Manchester City Celtic in you know, final Champions League game. Ah, so. uh, it's a dead rubber it's a one. It's a, uh, it's a complete dead rubber because that entire group's decided. Man City yeah. will be sick. They can't even catch Barcelona.
2: We can learn can't catch them. It's all done. All done. Yeah, I think I saw Guardiola earlier saying that he was going to you know, give games to guys that hadn't played yet. So but This is Man City, so they'll still be brilliant and expensive. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, interested to see what Celtic do, actually. Yeah. But I think th- they should give a few of the young guys a go and just give them a bit of experience.
0: There's an argument for that, but there's also an argument for saying that like there's pride to play for, there's certain money to pay for, which
2: means a lot more to us than it does to Man City. Exactly. Yeah. So if Man City put out a weak team, you know there is the chance to, you know, if you got three points, you not get about one and a half million or something.
0: Somewhat. Yeah. But I mean, that, that would we would finish with five points if we could win down there. That's not bad for a group. Mate. Most people are no chance get to get ending, including myself. I put my I, I said, "I was we're getting no points out of this group." So even the two we've got already is good enough for me. Uh,
1: so Friday night, anyway, Partick Thistle against Celtic. Uh, Partick Thistle twenty-one to two, eleven to two, to draw, one to four. Celtic, Hamish.
2: I'm going with Celtic to win this game comfortably. Uh, I'll go three 0 Can't see there being the same kind of defensive. Cock ups as there was in the Motherwell game, so still see Celtic scoring at least three goals every game they play.
0: Chris? I think it very much depends what we do against Man City because it's odd that we're playing in Europe and then playing Friday night, but
2: yeah, um, it's a bit of an ask.
0: Yeah, I, I, so there might be chopping and changing done in this game. We haven't played part of this sort of season, so we can't really gauge how they'll do against us. Uh, they gave Rangers a bit of a fright. They're just Couple of weeks ago, last week, one and two, yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's that I think it could be quite tight. That's what I. will maybe see two one.
1: actually for anti Celtic. Uh, I was going to go for two 0 to Celtic. Uh, next up, Aberdeen are at home to St John'son. Aberdeen at eight to eleven draw fourteen to five. St John's four to one. Quite big actually. Continue last couple of games but I still expect Aberdeen to probably to win uh,
2: I'd probably just go for Aberdeen to edge this although you know <laughs> St Johnston are certainly Hearts' bogey team and I'm a big, big fan of Tommy Wright he would have been another manager that would have quite happily taken at Hearts so I'll go Aberdeen 2-1 but not confident with that Yeah Chris I might say 2 all
1: actually
2: um,
0: Desmond. Yeah, St John's just seem to be quite happy now that they've got Davidson back. So, uh, I think they might, like you uh, said, Aberdeen's bogey team last season, certainly. So, yeah, they might, they might give Aberdeen a scare here. I think Aberdeen uh, need the win, though, after the last couple of defeats.
1: Definitely. Yep. be looking for that. Uh, I'm going Aberdeen 2-1, as Hamish. Next up, with Dundee, Ross County. Dundee 11 to 8, draws 5 to 2, County are 2 to 1. And Ross County certainly are sort out their problems at the back. They kept a clean sheet for you know, 10 games or something like that. Maybe.
2: Yeah, I think there's definitely goals in this game, so I'm gonna go Ross County to 1 we'll to 1. We go Dundee to 1
1: to 1. Dundee, right? Okay. Uh, try to see.
2: I think if you look at this part of the league, it is just so oh, unpredictable right, yeah. just now because there's there's what, three points between sixth to the bottom of the league. It's, it's almost toss a coin time. Aye. Yeah,
0: you, you, you need to go up I mean, you need to the hearts before you're closer at the top and the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> at the Aye, it's one of the. There's, end still, end of there's you- still that there's still quite a big gap
2: between St Johnstone and Comorlock and between First and sixth. But yeah. right, it's, it's a it's a very tight bottom. I half can I, I can see. F- from five upwards, just drifting away from them, but the the bottom seven are, could be anybody.
1: Um, it's one of them you say about tossing a coin; it's not going to land on heads or tails, but it's going to land on its side. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's a draw. That's a draw then, John.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, one all with that one. But uh, next up, Inverness against Hamilton. Inverness are evens. Draw is twenty-seven to ten, and Hamilton eleven to four. Hamilton have drawn the last four games. I'm going 1-0.
2: I'm the same as you. I'm going to go one all because yeah, we've noticed this fact that uh, I on just keep drawing games. Draw masters. I'm going to go completely different
0: and say 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> I'm got SFCC that more goals than everybody else. So I'm going higher score draw.
1: Aye, right, so you're going for the draw. Uh,
0: <laughs> right.
1: I actually wouldn't mind putting a wee draw in a bit. But we'll see what happens what comes up elsewhere. Motherwell against Kilmarnock. Motherwell twenty to twenty-one, which the draw is thirteen to five, and Kelly are three to one. Chris,
0: I fancy Motherwell to bounce back. Uh, They were unlucky against us. They've they've had decent results at first pack so I think uh, this should move them above Kilmarnock. I will say two nil Kilmarnock. Yeah, two nil
2: Motherwell. Sorry. Two
1: nil (sighs) Motherwell.
2: Just take that out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 Motherwell scoring goals the guy Mo, does look good but Kamarnak also are scoring goals with wee uh, guy Kulabadi 2-1 yeah. um, 10 for the season him. I think he's on already yeah it
1: would be a bit interesting to see if both those teams can keep those strikers in January because you would think there would be some kind of interest in both of them um, whether it's down south or a team maybe and higher up in the the league and um,
0: as a Celtic fan, I would be delighted to see Moat go. He keeps scoring against us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I there was, was a... certainly talk, you know, before we got Wat and uh, Salmon, that Moat was somebody that would suit hearts. I, so, I don't mean someone else in Scotland. If I was to go down south, that's pretty yeah, I just, that. just get him out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> so any any player that scores against Celtic needs to go? Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: that'd suit me. <laughs> I'm going to... Aye, we gonna go for Motherwell as well, and the edge it two-one. So, aye, that could be could feature. Uh, last up, the game of the weekend: Rangers versus Hearts. Rangers looking for revenge against Hearts. Hearts are incredibly three to one for us. Uh, Rangers ten to eleven, and the draw is eleven to four. uh
2: I'm totally unsure about this, but Hearts have been scoring goals. No problem at all. We've also been shipping them away from home. I'm going to go
1: 2-2. Bernard Desmond?
2: Chris? For exactly those reasons, 2-2. Sounds good to be too.
1: Yeah, I'm going one all. So, don't know whether we'd do it we, if we go for a draw, or whether it's both teams to score or what. You'd mentioned maybe both teams to score earlier, wish. I when
2: think the
1: podcast started.
2: Yeah, I think both teams to score there would be pretty good. Cause uh, I think both teams to score is a great shooting, that game.
1: Yeah. So are we thinking Motherwell at twenty to twenty
2: one? I fancy Motherwell One, yep. yeah. We've all yep. said it, haven't
1: we? Right. And let's have a quick look at Rangers, both teams to score while you both discuss the the other pick.
0: What was the Hamilton Lodge for a draw? Uh,
1: twenty seven to ten if we decide to put that in there.
0: I know, I, know, just... I know you're right about the fact we don't usually go for a draw, but that almost seemed too too good to be true.
1: Yeah, but certainly uh boost the odds a fair bit
2: um, why don't we go for that just because we've talked about
1: yeah just keep it in the premiership then
2: yeah. I'm not the kind of guy that goes for a draw very often I've got to admit but... no neither am I but way Hamilton have been going recently it just seems it seems, yeah. that's, seems that's like the form, obvious choice
1: form for it plus as well Inverness are kind of shipping goals so, um, and Hamilton could to tend to pick up if we have those three and if you get the odds calculator up Nope.
2: Nope. Right. Trying kind to of get this stuff these days. Rangers Harks both to scores 4-6 and all
1: that. Aye, I see that. I've got the odds aye, just the odds calculating them. Just get up just now. Anything else was want to discuss before
0: I get these odds up? Yeah, we have probably need our first goal scorer. It's worth pointing out that um, Sutherland was actually a good shoot for the uh, first goal scorer. It just so happened he scored third but he did get on his score sheet for Elgin. Aye. I think um,
1: so. we should up a possible do? pick you know, for a goal scorer sorry,
2: Ian Russell of Airdronians playing Stenhouse Muir who are not doing very well and uh, Airdronians have scored in their last nine games in a row the only thing is at Airdronians you've got Ian Russell and Andrew Ryan that are both on 12 goals and seem to score week in week out both of them so it's almost like a 50-50 pick between them but I fancy this guy Ian Russell at school.
1: I'm happy to so haven't you
2: speak Queen of
1: yep yep we've had him before as first goal to bet remember we used to pick him sometimes uh-huh.
0: I'm, I'm happy to go with
1: that yeah right jobs I couldn't now <laughs> the the bet £10 stake returns a lovely £122.40 pence. so that would make up for the the weeks we've been pish Basically, so yeah. How long?
0: Twenty-two. One hundred
1: twenty pounds and forty pence.
0: because oh, I cause got as much as you, but eventually. Uh, that's not I'm bad. What? What? What's the charity bit total starting at the moment? Two pound. <laughs>
1: uh, see, I
0: know it's more than that because I started up.
1: Aye, you started about fifty quid, was it? I think we're aye. maybe about we know about one hundred fifty, maybe one hundred eighty, yeah. roughly. I think that's yeah, not bad. Um. So it's not bad, but I think, I think at this point last year we were... we I think we got off the flyer, did we know?
0: I seem to remember we had a really, rubbish spell. Then I went on holiday and we was like two doubles in a row. Right, but, but I, was
1: holiday eight, again, I, was I was That was, like, November, November? that right ah,
2: year. Aye. So we should be higher up than we are. Just takes a couple of weeks to get a couple of decent wins and then we'll boost it up.
1: Exactly. exactly. Uh, so, aye. If that is all, then thanks everyone for listening. As I, we've said... Can I just squeeze it? Uh, yeah, talk to us for lonely is what we're saying. Uh, <laughs> we, won't, we won't bite however, Christmas is coming up, and who knows? Um, <laughs> right, cheers, guys. Right,
2: cheers, cheers, Matt.
1: Bye.